As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! You shall not pass! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we ask the age old question What's your favorite scary movie? With Scream 6. It's for you. Strange that you and I have never spoken on the phone. This is long overdue. What is this place? A shrine. (laughs) Did you miss me? after us. Maybe he gets to win this time. We've got to lure him in. In the next installment, the survivors of the ghost-faced killings leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. Written by the team of James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick and directed by Matt Bentinelli-Olpin and Tyler Gillette, Scream 6 stars Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers, Melissa Barrera as Sam Carpenter, Jenna Ortega as Tara Carpenter, Jasmine Savoy-Brown as Mindy Meeks-Martin, Mason Gooding as Chad Meeks-Martin, Skeet Ulrich as Billy Loomis, Roger Jackson as The Voice, Dermot Mulroney as Detective Bailey and features Jack Champion, Josh Segarra, Liana Liberto, Devin Nakoda, Hayden Panettiere, and Samara Weaving. When Scream first started in the good old days of 1996, it acted as a major reset in the world of horror. Prior to Jamie Kennedy blatantly spelling out the rules, the majority of horror movies followed the same tropes film after film, franchise after franchise. And the series continued to do that, leading into its sixth entry, and somehow was once again successful. Story-wise, Scream 6 is a great movie, especially considering that this is the sixth film in a meta-horror franchise. This time out, we lose franchise lead Nev Campbell, aka Sidney Prescott, and continue our focus on the Carpenter sisters. There's still rules that need to be followed, and there's still a giant twist at the end, but that's really where the similarities come to an end. This is a new ghost face that isn't afraid of using shotguns or hiding in plain sight, mask and knife in hand. The kills are gruesome and very well done, the gore is present, but it's not over the top, and the twist was actually pretty satisfying. Acting-wise, again, it's pretty darn good. Mason Gooding has a much bigger role this outing and gets to shine a lot like his dad used to, and as expected, Jenna Ortega and Melissa Barrera were both very wonderful. The killer did a wonderful job, and although you may be able to guess who it is, after all, this is just a giant horror whodunit, their change at the end when they show their true colors was just great acting. Set-wise, I wish so much wasn't given away during the trailers, but seeing so many Easter eggs in a movie had me a little giddy. There's a ton of nods to classic and modern horror, including a certain family that has a daughter named after a specific day of the week. 
as well as a ton of callbacks and props from previous entries in the Scream franchise. If you are a fan of the previous movies, there is a ton of fun to be had in this movie. Overall, Scream 6 is a solid entry into an already great franchise. While it still doesn't get the respect on its name like Nightmare Friday, this outing is certainly a solid argument for why it should be. I am comfortably shifting the Scream franchise into my top 5 horror franchise for sure following the conclusion of this movie. I give Scream 6 an A. Spring is approaching, so it's time to clean up that rugged winter look. Nick and the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with some casting. It was announced this weekend that Ted Lasso star Hannah Waddingham has officially joined the cast of Mission Impossible 7. Director of the upcoming Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2, Christopher McQuarrie, revealed on Friday via Instagram that Waddingham has joined the cast, showing a picture of her wearing a boring man beige hat, standing aboard what looks like an aircraft carrier or a fortified military base. The photo included the hashtags Godspeed and Dead Reckoning. Waddingham joins a cast that already includes Tom Cruise, Ving Rhames, Simon Pegg, Rebecca Ferguson, Haley Atwell, Vanessa Kirby, Palm Clementine, Rob Delaney, Carrie Elwes, and more. In other upcoming projects, it was announced that David Gordon Green's sequel to the 1973 classic The Exorcist, which is expected to hit theaters on October 13th, has officially wrapped production. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. I'm telling you that that thing upstairs isn't my daughter. The film is being released by Blumhouse Productions and Morgan Creek Entertainment and is being produced by Jason Blum, David Robinson, and James Robinson. If the name David Gordon Green sounds familiar, that's because he's the one responsible for the trilogy of sequels in the Halloween franchise. Green wrote the story for the film alongside Peter Sadler, who wrote Broken Diamonds, and then transferred that to a screenplay alongside Danny McBride, who had co-wrote all three of the new Halloweens with him. This film will star Leslie Odom Jr., who will be playing a character who tracks down Chris McNeil after his child becomes possessed. It was also confirmed that original Exorcist star Ellen Burstyn will be reprising her role of Chris McNeil, and the cast is rounded out by Lydia Jewett from Night Books, Jennifer Nettles from The Righteous Gemstones, Anne Dowd, and newcomer Olivia Markham, all playing unspecified roles, while Ralph Sparge from Carnosaur playing a pastor. Over in the rumor mill, it is currently being reported but not confirmed that Jenna Ortega will be reteaming with Wednesday director Tim Burton on his long-delayed Beetlejuice 2. You know beautiful about this. You two kids picked me. You didn't have to, but you picked me. It makes me want to kiss you guys. It's also rumored that Michael Keaton will be reprising his title role while Winona Ryder is also returning. It's expected that Ortega would be playing the daughter of Ryder's Lydia. While Beetlejuice 2 has long been expected to come from Tim Burton, none of this has been confirmed yet. Moving to the small screen, it has been confirmed that Marvel has hired Michael Cuesta to direct the first episode of the upcoming series Daredevil Born Again. Cuesta is responsible for directing the opening episodes for Dexter and Homeland, and has also helmed episodes for Six Feet Under, True Blood, Blue Bloods, Elementary, Billions, and City on a Hill. Daredevil Born Again will once again find Charlie Cox reprising his role as Matt Murdock, Daredevil, after he officially rejoined the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Spider-Man No Way Home and She-Hulk Attorney at Law. It has been confirmed as well that Vincent D'Onofrio will return as Wilson Fisk the Kingpin, and that John Barenthal will be returning as the Punisher. Over at Fox, it has been confirmed that a new spin-off of the Flintstones called Bedrock is not only being made, but has a spectacular cast. Ever, never do. Flintstones, make the Flintstones. 
Elizabeth Banks will be playing Pebbles, the adult daughter of Fred and Wilma. Stephen Root will be playing Fred. Amy Sedaris will be playing Wilma. Nicole Byer will be playing Betty. Jolo Trulia will be playing Barney. And Manny Jacinto will be playing Bam Bam. Bedrock catches up with the Flintstones family two decades later with Fred on the brink of retirement and 20-something Pebbles embarking on her own career. As the Stone Age gives way to shiny and enlightened new Bronze Age, the residents of Bedrock will find this evolution harder than a swing from Bam Bam's club. Over in Gotham, it has been confirmed that the new Batman animated series that HBO Max and Cartoon Network ordered from Bruce Timm, J.J. Abrams, and Matt Reeves has found a new home over at Amazon. As said, the series was ordered originally by HBO Max and Cartoon Network, but was cancelled when Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav began clearing house. The series is expected to return to Batman's noir roots, diving deeper into the psychology of iconic characters. Comic writer Ed Brubaker will be running the writer's room. Meanwhile, over at Apple, Deadline is reporting that Paul Walter Hauser will be joining Matt Damon, Casey Affleck, and Hong Chow for their upcoming film called The Instigators. The Instigators finds Matt Damon and Casey Affleck playing two thieves on the run with the help of one of their therapists after a robbery gone wrong. Hauser was recently seen starring alongside Taron Egerton in Dennis Lehane's Blackbird for Apple TV+. Apple also confirmed that they are bringing back Jason Segel and Harrison Ford's Shrinking for a second season. The comedy drama has won raves throughout its first season, which is still in the midst of its 10-episode run. The program was co-created by Jason Siegel, Bill Lawrence, and Ted Lasso's Brett Goldstein. It follows a grieving therapist named Jimmy who starts to break the rules and tell his clients exactly what he thinks they should do. Ignoring his training and ethics, he finds himself making huge, tumultuous changes to people's lives, including his own. You're just gonna burn down your career and take me with you. Coin flip? Get out of here. Wait, this is my office. It took you longer than it should have. Harrison Ford plays Dr. Paul Rhodes, one of Jimmy's colleagues at the Cognitive Behavioral Therapy Center, who also has Parkinson's. Krista Miller, Jessica Williams, Michael Urie, Luke Tenney, and Lukita Maxwell also star. As a side note, if you have not started watching Shrinking, I highly recommend it. It's probably one of the best shows I've seen in a while. And finally, we end on a couple pieces of interesting news. Ahead of the Academy Awards and the release of John Wick 4, Keanu Reeves has called upon the Academy to create an Oscar for Best Stunts. During an interview with IGN, John Wick 4 director Chad Stileski, a noted stuntman whose career goes back to 1994's The Crow, said, quote, Honestly, I've been around that for my 20-year-something career in stunts. And there's a lot of, I don't know, just this ethereal banter, this wives' tale of why stunts aren't in the Oscars or why stunts should be in the Oscars. As far as I know, the talk has never happened. He continued to say, I don't think there's anybody in the Academy or anybody outside the Academy that wouldn't agree we're one of the main nine departments. So has any journalist or stunt person ever walked up to the president of the Academy or member of the Academy and go, why don't stunts get recognized? Reeves chimed in saying, quote, I know Kung Fu. What would it take for that to happen? I guess just more people would need to say, hey, you need to do this. The call for a Best Stunts Oscar has continued for a while, with some stunt performers previously calling for boycotts of the ceremony. As of now, there are still only 23 categories where Oscars will be handed out. And finally, we end on the news that Bob Odenkirk will be starring in an upcoming remake of 2003's The Room. Odenkirk confirmed the news himself, saying, quote, This is real, this is true, and let me tell you, I tried to my best to sell every line as honestly as I could, and I had a blast. The project is coming courtesy of Acting for a Cause, an all-volunteer organization that provides live readings of classic plays and screenplays created, produced, directed, and hosted by Brando Crawford. Of note, 
the Bob Odenkirk starring Room remake was made for charity with donations made in support of this campaign supporting AMFAR's life-saving HIV cure research. The Room remake will also include actress Kate Siegel, Dr. Sleep director Mike Flanagan, and a young filmmaker named Nathan Gia. As of now, no release date has officially been set. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, you know you're like the 10th guy to try this, right? It never works out for the dip in the mask. Thank you.